When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Folks, here we are. Look who's back. You guys kept tweeting at us. You guys. Sometimes tag us in an Instagram story or two. The the Instagram stories were always really nice. Yeah, they were nice, but they made me anxious. I know, but the good news is. you don't engage with them. No, I don't, um, because they also make me anxious. (laughs) We react to our anxiety in different ways. I think that makes sense. Anyway, hi, welcome back to Iconography. We're back. Who's we? I. It's me, Olivia. And, and who's me. you? Also, Olivia. Oh my Hi, gosh. Guys. So during the quarantine, um, I cloned myself and um, murdered Io because. Oh my god, you're my prestige clone. <laughs> so and dark. The other Io is drowning in a box. Um, is already drowned in a box. Remember that when they were all drowned in boxes? Yes, there were so many clones, but it was like the new clone was the one who took over. Okay, now here's a question: How does the illusionist end? I have no idea. I'd like to think there were also boxes. What? I'd like to think there were boxes involved. Yeah, no, because they're all in the like tank. No, 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 the illusionist. Oh God, I'm mixing them up even. I know. Just like now you know what we're not mixing up though each other hi i'm io (laughs) and i'm olivia and and this is iconography Iconography, the podcast where we we just talk and the podcast where we sometimes take hiatuses because of work and life and sometimes those hiatuses don't matter because work and life as you know it ceases to exist because of global pandemic Ayo, what's this podcast about? This podcast is a research-based podcast um, where we get some of the brightest minds working today in science and technology together to talk about um, the issues that uh, matter most to um, scientists and researchers, um, how to get uh, the best grant, um, how to get funding, uh, how to... uh, just, you're gonna keep you're gonna keep going uh no okay <laughs> uh no i'm not um it's a podcast where you're gonna say what the podcast is about this is a podcast about celebrities io and i usually will have a guest on and that guest will come with an someone they think is an icon and we'll just gab about that person for an hour their highs and lows their ups and downs and then at the end we'll usually decide whether or not that person will be considered an icon will that person's legacy persist Sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes we have these little solo episodes that are just me, you, and Olivia. A a, a return to the dinner party, if you remember what that's like. (laughs) Do you remember what a dinner party was like? If you forget, let us help you remember. Because it's, it's like this. It's us around the chicken talking about celebrities without a guest. (laughs) <laughs> and, and you can't say anything. You can't say anything because it's our dinner party and you're in our house. And this is also um, some like creepy little movie. <laughs> some creepy little movie. Some creepy little movie. Yeah, some nasty little icky little movie where you're at our house. Don't talk. Shush, shush. One of those like horror movies where people who don't like horror movies are like, actually, it was really interesting. Yeah, because Dane DeHaan is like in the basement. That's like the third act reveal that he's been in the basement <laughs> the whole time, and he's like, help me, help me. What do you What do you think Dane DeHaan is doing in quarantine? Wait, I where is he? He's waiting for the premiere of something on Hulu that he's gonna be in. 
What is he in on, on Hulu? Hulu? Oh wait, not on Hulu. On Quibi, The Stranger. <gasps> Dane DeHaan's on Quibi. Dave DeHaan is on Quibi. That's okay. This is this is a perfect segue because I and I, we were going to talk about like what we've been watching, what we've been taking in, but we also wanted to talk about Quibi, which neither of us have really been watching or taking in, but Io did buy it, I downloaded it. Well, I'm, I almost bought it. I'm in the midst of a free trial right now that I will forget to cancel, and so eventually I will pay for Quibi, but for now... I'm, it's free, but Dane Don is in a show. Is gonna be in a show called The Stranger. Oh, and he's gonna be in this Amazon Prime show. That's like okay, about King war. of Streaming. Yeah, it's gonna be about war. I'm happy for him and his little sunken eyes. I have you watched anything on Quibi? Um, no. Okay. It's been sitting, <laughs> sitting in my phone. I have not, I have also not watched anything on Quibi, but I've read, I think, the description of every single show on Quibi, yes. which is uh, kind of enough to satiate, like, it's like six minutes of fun I get from reading about, like, the wilderness documentary that Reese Witherspoon uh, narrates. Yes, about Queens. What is it? About Queens. Queens? Yeah. Uh, how... What did they say? Eat, pray, love. Yep. P-R-E-Y. P-R-E-Y. It's pretty, it's pretty ingenious. Okay. Um, there's just so much, there is just so much stuff on Quibi and we can't do anything about it. Okay. If you, um, like what, what is one Quibi show that you like read about and you were like, there's no way that's real. And yeah. Skirt with Offset probably. What the fuck is that? Uh, Skirt with Offset is a show where I think it's like his take on, um, Full Metal no, not Full Metal Gear. What's the name of that show where the guy just drives cars in England? Oh, oh Top, Top Gear? Gear? Yeah, Top Gear. It's like Top Gear, but with Offset. Um, and, <laughs> and then there's also Dishmantled with Titus Burgess. That's the one I like. Yeah, Dishmantled is like two chefs are blindfolded and then food gets blasted at their faces from a cannon and then they have to figure out what the dishes and then recreate the dish which is like sounds both like the the dumbest thing in the world but also something i would watch which is a lot of quibby probably the rachel brosnahan show about her golden arm i can't believe that's real still how did i the thing about the golden arm show is that she's really trying to act in it from what i saw She's really trying to earnestly be like my golden arm. Yeah, she has um she has a uh, pulmonary gold disease. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh god. Two two quibs and a lie. Okay. <laughs> shape of pasta, a show about different pasta shapes. <laughs> Gone Mental, which is about an Israeli mentalist reading celebrities' minds, or The Daily Pill, where a different celebrity takes a pill and they go on an adventure with a comic. What kind of pill? Obviously, that's a lie. <laughs> okay, it was a good concept, but I, uh, you know, I, I thought I thought the Daily Pill was gonna be like Allison Pill's like lifestyle. Show. The Daily Pill, Allison Pill, uh, recaps late night shows. <laughs> I think that's good. I think we have a quippy pitch. Okay, let's get rich. Awesome. We can film that from her home. Absolutely. That's perfect, like, self-production content. Um, I'll try to do my best to research more on Quibi for you. Um, I did watch some of Game Show. It was really fun. And I, I, watched a little, I watched a little bit of the Nicole Richie show. Oh, Nikki Fresh? Yes. Any comment on Nikki Fresh? No. Pleading the fifth on that one? Yeah, not in a negative way, just because I did a really absorbing thing. Because I'm in my house like, and I feel nothing. It's just like I don't I don't want to watch something for six minutes. Can I tell you something? You don't have to. Because you don't you. have it. Thank on you your for phone. giving me that blessing. You're welcome. I free you. I release you from Quibi. 
Aya, what have you been watching? Um, I've been watching a lot of movies. I feel like I've watched every single movie that's existed. And at first I was like, I'm going to watch a lot of Criterion movies and like really like elevate my mind. And then I was like, what if I just watch Stranger Than Fiction twice? <laughs> we watched, um, we had a Zoom screening of the Harley Quinn movie. We did watch the Harley Quinn movie together. Which I'll say... I loved. I think it's a good movie. Well, it's the emancipation of one fantabulous Harley Quinn. <laughs> or the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Either and way, you know what? She gets emancipated. And it's fantastic. She frees the birds. <laughs> it's it's fantabulous. fantabulous. That's Eat, Pray, Love. Yes. <laughs> There's literally a mukbang in Harley Quinn. No, and I, I, what I'll say is that, like, Harley Quinn is a movie that for the first three quarters is just exposition, which I found riveting. I was like, this is great. Just like keep explaining to me who these people are. I'm having fun. Everyone's having fun. Yeah. Also, we should have a stunt Oscar. Yeah. Oh, my God. When she's fighting those men in the water. Yeah. And she's fighting them in the roller rink. It was literally the first time where I was like, oh, I think I like get Margot Robbie, which is dark. Yeah. 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 No, she... She she works. She I think works she. I think honestly, I think men should stop directing Margot Robbie mm-hmm. because they're all like she's hot, and it's like stop stop doing that. We all know We're not, she's hot. We get it. Yeah. It's fine. She is a good actor. Also, Mary Elizabeth, Elizabeth Winstead. Winstead. Del- always delivers. Always. always shows up, and it's like great, cool. You're here. Um, here, here. Three cheers. Three cheers for Mary Elizabeth. Um, we do have little reports to give each other because right, we in did the prepare. midst of the movies and the cinema and the glee, manic sort of returns to that, because we both have also been experiencing scary, scary returns to glee. Well, okay. Yes. Uh, we don't have to talk about Glee on the pod. We can. I'll say I'm zooming through it and I'm having the time of my life. Yeah, no, it's good. I feel, I mean, no, it's it's literally good. There's a reason why we were all obsessed with it as a nation. I was um, talking, I was obviously tweeting about watching Glee and uh, future guest oh, David Sims. I was tweeting. Oh. Future guest David Sims texted me and said, Olivia, I'm concerned about you. Why are you watching Glee? And I said, what you don't need to understand is that I was a 14-year-old theater kid when Glee came out. This show is in my blood in such a deep way that it's just like, of course, I'm going to love watching it again. That's I loved nice. watching it the first time. That's and this nice. time, I can be stoned in my bed while I do it. It's really nice. It's nice. It's incredible. My mom is still yelling at me to come down and have lasagna, but <laughs> just kidding. I wish I was home. We have little reports for each other because when we've been soaking up culture, it hasn't just been film, you know? It's been the television, or as we say, the telly. Yeah, that's right. It's time for oh. another segment of IO's Anglophile God. Corner. You thought it was gone? It's the angle. It's the Anglophile angle. Oh, yeah. Listen, <laughs> we've been off for a bit. I get it. I get it. <laughs> it's Ireland's angle. Wait, welcome back, folks. We're over here having fun. Well, it's really good news because um, Amazon Prime is delivering for us. Delivering, deliver. Oi, yeah. All right. Oh, it's time <laughs> <laughs> to talk. Great news on Amazon Prime. We've got. Yes, that's right. Series ten of the. the Hit detective show Vera is on Amazon. What is Prime. that? Vera is a show about a woman who's a cop. Her name is Vera. She's a detective. Um, she's played by Brenda something whatever. Uh, but I like her, <laughs> and she's sort of like um doesn't take care of herself. She's like overweight and eats bad and um not nice to anybody and um like obsessed with her dad who just died and is like never horny and miserable and. She's she solves crimes. Um. Okay, so that's ten series. series of that? Ten is so that means that, that show on Amazon Prime. And okay. Does what? does that mean that show has been on the air in Britain for twenty years? Mm, like twenty or six. 
Okay, uh, what what else British are you watching? I, I know the list is long. The list is long and mighty, just like England's reign over many countries in this world. <laughs> uh, I am also watching a show that I love called Detectorists. Okay, here we go. Yes. This is the good stuff. This, this is a show Io told me she was watching, and I said, how the fuck is that a show? Awesome. And she said... She sent me like a minute long, minutes long voice memo explaining what this show is about. So please inform the people. Detectorists is a show about detectorists. They What's are, a detectorist? A detectorist is a metal detectorist, is a person yes. who uses a metal detector and uh-huh. they look for things. They try to find little treasures. But And is it is it a dramatic scripted show about yeah. two men with metal detectors? No, it's a comedy. Oh, God. <laughs> it worked problem. better in my head when it was a drama for some reason. Well, it's funny. It's awesome and funny. And it's funny in a weird little British way. Uh-oh. And I told my British friend that I was watching it. And he said, it's a little bit twee for my taste. And I said, fuck you, Nick. <laughs> I said, fuck you. I'm having fun. And I feel safe. And um, basically, it's um Toby Jones and uh, the guy who played the weird guy on The Office um in the British version, uh, Mackenzie Crook, and uh, they play two metal detectors. Mackenzie Crook also wrote at the show and directs a lot of it. And they hunt for metal, but it's not just about hunting for metal and treasures. It's also about male friendship. And it's beautiful and funny. <laughs> like, can you just, like, walk me through... An example episode of The Detectorist. Yeah, but, like, that's the thing. Is like, it actually is really good. Okay, and also, here's the thing. Okay, I don't want to spoil... I don't want to spoil it because somebody... <laughs> I don't know who, but somebody is going to watch it, and I don't want to spoil it. But it's, like, it's okay, not... If, okay, like if you're going to watch The Detectorist, skip forward 30 seconds. Okay, they don't even find any metal for, like, any big treasure, <gasps> any, like, big treasure for, like, two seasons. And when they do find it, it's, like, skip ahead again. If you're still, if you're still, if you're, if you're looking. What the skip fuck? Ahead. Skip ahead again another third, skip ahead a whole minute. They don't find it for, like, two seasons. And when they do, it's so beautiful. Like, the acting is incredible. It's so rewarding. Because, like, that is what it is like if you were... <laughs> a metal detectorist. <laughs> like, if you hunting for metal, like, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey, man. I'm losing my mind about this. this. Okay. okay. Like, the um, ending is so good. Okay, sample episode. Okay. All right. Exterior British pastoral pups. Uh, countryside. Bugs. Lots of shots of, like, bugs and trees. Like, nature. And, um, all right. So, um... In exterior, um, Mackenzie Crook and Toby Jones are hunting for metal, and then Mackenzie Crook is like, "You're annoying," and then Toby Jones is like, "Yeah, maybe." And they have like weird banter, and then okay, interior clubhouse, and they're like in the clubhouse, and everybody's weird. It's good, good show. Okay, it's funny. Okay, I believe you. I'm never going to watch it, Please? but I, I. What if I send you one episode that's really good? Okay, I also don't have BritBox or whatever the fuck. No, no, no. Like, wanna... I'll give you my login. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna take this offline, but... This is gonna be the only thing left online. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, and anyways, having good time in England, B. <laughs> no sentences left, no thoughts, head empty, except for detectorist. <laughs> Oh my god. I I really need to impress upon people the fact that like the like IOs and Anglophile thing is like has never been a bit. It is absolutely like her true life. I tried to watch Luther for her. Um I mean, pause. <laughs> pause. Yes. You Am I rewriting history? Asked me to recommend you a British cop show. Okay. And yes. I recommended you yes. several. And I, I said there's different strokes for different <laughs> folks, and there's different things that could hit you or might not. And you picked that one out of the list that I carefully curated for you, I will say. Continue. Okay. Yes, Io did do that. 
Um, and it was very, very kind of her. And she sent me a lot of good recommendations. Uh, she also sent me a recommendation about a show where British people just walk their dogs. Um, but I, I, I watched the pilot of Luther and I was like, okay, cool. Ruth Wilson is here. Idris is here. I can't, I don't, I can't do it. And then in a psychotic turn of events, what did end up catching, catching my, my fancy, fancy was the, the Amazon, Amazon Prime, Prime show, show. Bosch, starring Titus Gulliver, which I have now watched two seasons of um, and plan to watch the rest of. You're going to finish Bosch? <laughs> yeah, why am I not going to finish Bosch? What else am I going to fucking do? Bro, when people show you who they are, believe them. <laughs> believe okay. i should have known here's, you had no class no taste here's the thing about Bosch. this is, is the, th- no this is the thing about us me i'm hmm. a child of two two immigrants who 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 are trained <laughs> under british education and 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 high class we're drinking tea our pinkies are up and out okay what what are you what is the next you dc swanky miss miss government miss Miss Government. Yeah, uh-huh. you, Madam Government. Yeah, Madam President. You want to watch Bosch, America, America? What's good Bosch? about Bosch? Okay. Bosch Titus is nothing. Oliver and all this Hodges Bosch. That's not words. <laughs> okay, here's the thing about Bosch. First of all, his name is Harry Bosch. Harry, of course, is short for Hieronymus. Yes, his name is Hieronymus Bosch. No. Yes, he is an LA detective with a bad side. Why is his uh, name but- Hieronymus Bosch? Because uh, I don't, it's like based on a book, I think. So it's like some fucked up author thing. Cool. Anyway, it's like trying to be the long goodbye, which I think is really funny. It like keeps trying to be that like Elliot Gould, like Philip Marlowe kind of thing and just fails so miserably. But sometimes it gets sucked into the mystery. The, like, thing he's detectiving. Is it, like, each episode is a new mystery or each season there's, so, like, one big mystery? So there's, like, one big mystery a season and then sometimes there's, like, little ones that per episode a la, like, Dexter. Big mystery. Okay, yeah. And it's always, like, one big crime. Okay. What's the big crime of the first season? The big crime of the first season... Everyone oh, listens it's... because nobody's gonna watch Bosch <laughs> because it's fuck Bosch. <laughs> Stay here. Don't skip ahead. Stay oh, here. Oh, God. What did happen in the first season of Bosch? See, it just went in one ear and out the other, but I remember enjoying watching it. Is that okay. fucked up of me? Yeah. I mean, it was probably like, like a, a murder. murder. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you, like, couldn't like Luther, but you love one, one of the seasons is about, like, a little boy that was murdered on a hill <laughs> in, the, in, like, the 80s. yes nothing titus welliver is good in it i also uh googled how tall titus welliver is because he looks really tiny and then the internet was like he's 5'11 and i was like that's not true so if any of you have a personal connect and can tell me how tall titus welliver actually is i would appreciate that you know who's tall oh also part of the thing of bosch is that uh, one time he did a case and then someone turned that case into a movie. So he's like rich. What? Uh-huh. uh-huh. He's like- Also, also his, his mom, mom is, is dead. dead. Obviously. Um, she was murdered. Obviously. And he can't solve it. Yeah. It's like he doesn't know, but it, it like she was like, um, like she was like a sex worker and she was just trying to like provide for him. And then she got murdered and her body was dumped in a dumpster. And that kind of like, you know. Yeah. Everybody needs follows him. Does Bosch have a girlfriend? sometimes okay bosch has an ex-wife who lives in las vegas who like uh does like poker mm-hmm. and then he has a daughter who he like did not have a relationship with for a long time and then they reconnect that's a lot to fit in and also uh <laughs> bosch's ex-wife is like married to like um some like fancy chinese man and they like do gambling businesses together or something okay you know who's also not very tall Hmm. Mackenzie Crook of Detectorist. We can't pit our two fucked up shows against each other. We can, and one will win. One will win with peace and love and metal and small Um, treasures. Well, that's been it for um, the Anglophile Angle and I guess 
Bosch's corner. What do you want to call it? The Bosch beat. We're on the Bosch beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bosch beat. Okay, well, I mean, I guess that's sort of sorry. I just, am, I just am like feel like the psychological weight of both of our choices. I mean, I think it literally makes so much sense for both of us that you fell into like a like a slow moving British show. Yep about like two men being friends yep. and I fell into um an an empty detective show yep. about like a grizzled older Los Angeles man yeah that sounds about right yeah because I am your grizzled older Los Angeles man <laughs> and you are my English, I'm your metal detector you're my metal detector you're my English metal detector <laughs> my little English metal detector <laughs> All I heard was boop, 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 and that's what a metal detector sounds like. Um, next on my list is a, probably either a rewatch of Flight of the Concords or Samurai Champloo. So just speaking of branding. Oh, well, we have to watch the new Netflix show Outer Banks, which is about teens and gold. Yeah. And that's all we need to know. That's all we need to know. Yeah, that's really good. The really hot teen is like, there's two types of people. <laughs> <laughs> also it's like I'm hot. I've been to the Outer Banks and I'm like I don't think this is what it was like you wouldn't know because you weren't getting invited to hunt for gold because <laughs> you were Miss Politics god okay <laughs> I can't have that true, but I've decided that's your identity now if you are from DC you are a politics person yes. that's all there is you're political that's the only um, politics thing that came refers to my brain at all. And it's just the word politics, but with an O. <laughs> oh, yep. That's a good name. It's good branding on their part. God. Well, um, we are clearly not doing well in quarantine, but you know who else isn't doing well? Every other famous person. Every, other sorry, famous other person. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> rephrase it. Rephrase it. I didn't mean to say other. I meant like every other person and then also. But famous, famous people. people. Every other person who is alive, including famous people. Um, yes, they are not doing well. Um, the the pictures of Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello walking together will haunt me for my whole entire life. Um, as Rachel Sennett wisely tweeted, it is proof that they are definitely dating for real. Mm-hmm. Which, which is, is like, like, oh, God. they Whose house do you think they're at? I think Camila's care to explain uh, she just got that vibe like she would make him come over mm-hmm. God. what do you think i mean i, mean, I, think, I think they're, they're probably, probably at camille's too because in that one picture one of them was carrying the minions mug which that's her mug yeah oh she would be into fucking minions okay. too she would think it's like cute like, ew. here's what i would like to do i'd like yes. to have a moment almost as a reminiscent of our Gina Rodriguez moment to pay tribute to all the celebrities who are randomly quarantined with each other and we don't know why oh yes I think that's great okay and I do would you like me to sing a rendition or sure while you yes just, while you just read <laughs> yeah just remember just, just while you just recall who's who's together Okay, yes. Please sing your song. I'll try to do this off the top of my head. I don't have a list in front of me, but I think I can do it. Okay, ready? Yeah. Anna de Armas and Ben Affleck. An entire house with Tommy Dorfman, Kaya Gerber, Ashley Benson, and Cara Delevingne. Famous exes, Bruce Willis and Demi Moore. But some of them don't have legs, and that's cool. Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello. I think most people have hearts. Some people also have livers. Florence Pugh and Zach Braff. This is Imagine. I am John Lennon's ghost. Spooky. Boo. That would have been better. 
Um, remember Bro, that? Bro, what the fuck is the Kaya Gerber house? Do you, when in the process of like this pandemic, do you think they texted each other? Do you think they're neighbors and they decided to make like a, a, a contact pack with each other? Okay, here's the thing is that I, I really don't think that they are like, like what? I just don't understand why Cindy Crawford wouldn't be like, Kaya, come home. Like, yeah. I don't I think guess Cindy Kaya, Crawford like, is can an tell adult. her what to do, though. I yeah. think the moment she was dating Pete Davidson, I was like, oh, Cindy's hands off, mom. Yeah. I do think being in, like, a big, like, friend house would actually be really stressful to me right now. And all they're doing is, like, making TikToks and, like, yeah. giving each other makeovers. Yeah. Which is my version of hell for in like the middle whole, of, like, crisis. For a week, I can understand that, and I find that fun. For a whole month, um, hurts my feelings. Yeah. It's like, this is going to go on for so long. And if I had to be in that house, if I had to keep learning a new TikTok dance every week, mm. I'd die. Okay. Well, you don't have to. I know. No one's subjecting me to it. I'm glad it's what works for them. I but. am too. I am too. The industry has sort of stopped. So people need to be making TikToks. Okay. Here's something that I wanted to bring up is that so many celebrities in the last, like, couple weeks have gotten on TikTok. Yes. Bella Hadid is on there now. Yep. She's kind of fun on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw uh, fucking Ruby Rose is on it. She's bad at it. Yeah, she doesn't seem like she'd be good at it. No, she's really bad Jack at it. Jack Black is on it. Jack Black is on it. Um, who else did I see? Um, Obviously, Fonda. Ashley Benson is on it. Jane Fonda is on it. Oh, that's fun. Um, who else is on it? A bunch of people's kids are on it also. Like, Shaq's kids are on it. Wow. Um, like, Courtney Cox's daughter is on it. Judd Apatow's daughter is on it. Yeah, and sometimes okay, I'll just... Yeah, TikTok report. This is, the, this is your other beat. <laughs> I have to stay away from the app. I know. I, I obviously love this app, but it is really funny to see people's, like... Uh, famous people's children and be like wait a minute wait a minute and they just like they're just like treating their parents like real parents and you're like but that's mark cuban like i don't understand like john c Riley's hot sons okay well john c Riley's hot son is like a tiktok music artist in like a way that's kind of different he doesn't like leverage his dad in a way that like iris apatow will do something with like leslie mann and judd apatow and everyone's like ah. mm-hmm. laura dern's daughter Yes, that's the perfect example. Oh, obviously Reese Witherspoon is on it, leveraging her children, which is like who look like her. Yeah, yeah. she yeah, always she's, she's always, always making, making her son, son be like, "Can you teach me how to dab?" And it's like, "Honey, stop that." Sometimes anyway, the flyers aren't everywhere. Sometimes they're right. Oh God, that show. Why is it so boring? Um. Well, I was in the writers' room. And oh, right, right, whenever right, right. anyone had an interesting idea, I would hit them over the head with a mallet. Mm, right. I forgot you were like the boss. Yeah. I thought forgot you were show running. Well, you got me everywhere. that mallet for Christmas last year. What was that supposed <laughs> to do? Not use the mallet I was given as a gift? Yeah. It is a big cartoony one, too. Um. Well, bef- before we go, we got to tell you something. We got to tell you what's ahead. For the season. Because it's not just going to be us mindlessly rambling, even though we're, we're pretty good at we that. Can do it. We, we can, can do, do this, this for five, five hours. hours. We can do it for a while. Um, but the show will be back. We've had some episodes already recorded. They've been in the can for a while. Um, recorded them, like, towards the beginning of this year, to be frank. But we had some more recordings to do, and we wanted to get them all edited and out and polished for you guys. And we still have some more recordings to be done and, you know, this whole core core situation put a little wrench in the plans. But there's a silver lining, which is that we can get maybe some, like, cooler guests for you guys because yes. they're all sitting in their house. Can't, so can't we're really excited. Parents? Just kidding. That's, yes. That would never Obviously, I would love to get Helen on the pod. Yeah. Helen would she would get it? Talk no. Talk and talk and talk. She'd be like, who's your iPod? She'd be like. Jesus Christ. I know. I literally was like, she'd say God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And when did you, um, when do you think, when was the moment you were like, this is my icon? Like, this is my person. (laughs) Um, well, you know, um, well, I always.
always loved uh you know, i grew up going to the church you know this <laughs> i owe you went to the church i raised you in the church i owe okay. well <laughs> <laughs> she gets books she gets she gets a first look deal at hbo Obviously, she should. Yeah. She should be. She should be all over HBO Max. I want anyway. to write girls, but it's like for um, like moms who believe in God. So it's like not girls at all. No, but she's still no, but like she's naked all the time. <laughs> <laughs> My mom is constantly naked on Stop HBO. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. My mom's ass is out on HBO. Stop that. She does an interview and she's like, well, when my precious husband of almost 30 years simulated eating my ass on camera. Uh, I put- you're going to hell. <laughs> I put uh, like, uh, what did she put? She put like fabric sheets in between her ass to make it smell good. Do you remember that? Oh, was that when Allison Williams got her ass mm-hmm. eaten? Mm-hmm iconic image <laughs> he's really like in there yeah um also please don't say i'm going to hell because i think that during this quarantine i really might do a hard pivot to christianity i've been threatening okay. and it's the time to do it um tis the season if not now when <laughs> but we do have some fun things some fun guests some games the the pod won't have the weekly episodes supplementing it anymore it's just gonna be that one, one drop week, a week, baby. One drop. One, it's one drop rule. Don't. <laughs> and the one drop is the one drop of our podcast. <laughs> but it's going to be fun. It's going to be vamped up. Yeah, a lot of games, a lot of guests. Yeah, I'm excited about who we've recorded already. Me Some too. good apps in there. Me too. I'm very excited. Um, Io, before we sign off, are we going to do a little vroom vroom i'd love to do a little vroom vroom but before a little vroom vroom can we do a little dune dune oh my god yes this is a new game that i invented today called dune dune and olivia and i try to guess what dune is about because neither of us have seen or read it's a book as well i what do you know about dune i know that in dune it's dusty and dry And I think that all the water went away. And I think that Timothy Chalamet, um, like, has to find the water. I think it's going to be like he has to find Is the water. Is it about water? I don't know. It's just like I know okay. guy. What do you think Dune's about? Okay. All I know about Dune is that it's like a fat-ass book. Yeah. Um, and I know – here's the thing. Is that in the promotional images I saw – there's like there's no there's no dunes. Yeah. So like what what is dune like, in reference dune? to? Is it what, like the, the, what is the titular, titular dune? dune? Maybe it's like your mind is like a dune. My, My mind, mind dune. Yeah, your mind dune. Um, your I dune think it's dome. like. <laughs> I think there's like battles. I think there's like an army. I would have never I, thought that. I think there's like a council of some kind, and Timothy is going through some kind of classic hero's journey through yeah. like this. Whatever this dry world is. Okay. I know there's a worm. There's, a, I know there's a, Oh, there's like a big worm that tunnels. Yeah. I think the worm knows where the water is. And I thought the worm was evil. Yeah, that's why. Because like he wants the water for himself. So like <laughs> he has to like um like follow the worm but not too close so that he can know where the water is, but eventually like kill the worm or maybe like the worm like sucked up all the water is it okay i don't think it's about water because there's that one picture of timothy like walking on a beach (laughs) there's like he's like like, fully up next to the ocean i didn't see that one (laughs) he's like wearing a nice like long jacket oh shoot really like gray i must have missed that one (laughs) i saw the one where they had okay their nose are there multiple planets in Dune, or are they just on the one? Oh boy! Planet? You know, I really couldn't. <laughs> really, it's I think we have best. to just like come to a final like one sentence conclusion okay. about yeah. what Dune is like. Do we, and we have to work that, together. But like, do we care why it's dry? To me, because if it's dry, I want to know why it's dry. I mean, I think some. I think they might just live in like a desert climate, Mad Max style. Kind of, yeah. But that's but actually like, that's about water. That's oh, about water and like what? oil. I was thinking about Mad Max, I think. <laughs> I think I was thinking about Mad Max. Shoot. Well, damn. Uh, okay, guess okay, I'm I think, worm. <laughs> I think Dune takes place in space. 
Yeah. Okay. Oh. So I'm just laying background rule. I feel okay. Like there's gonna be a shot where it's like there's like three moons in the sky. Three. Yeah, you know, like when it's like. You I mean, like I know, I know. There's like, but that like Star Wars owns like two moons, you know. Huh. It's not my genre. <laughs> no, this is not my genre either. I don't like sci-fi. Yeah. I. The dude, the, the dude dude propaganda machine is really working oh, it feels hard like to Lord make of me the care Rings about style, this. Like boys. It's so boys. Oh, Dune is boys. Dune is really boys. Dune is boys, and I think like girls who are cool, and I just like can't. Yeah, but deal I don't really with, like, have any either. interest in being a cool girl. No, okay. not like a Dune cool girl. No. That's like I uh, I can't yeah. be that girl for no. you. Uh-uh. Okay, so we think Dune is like definitely father son stuff. Sure. Yes. And obviously, worm. we're going on a classic hero's journey. Yeah. Man the whole, versus like, circle. himself. Man versus worm. Man versus worm for sure. Big for sure. Man versus worm energy. So maybe like his dad tried to like fight the worm before and like lost like a limb. Yeah. Maybe. I think the dad is probably dead. You think Oscar Isaac is only flashbacks? Wait, is Oscar Isaac the dad? Yeah. What is Zendaya doing? She's, She's also it? there. Yes. I haven't even. <laughs> I really, I guess I really did. I thought I looked at the pictures. I guess I did. She's not in any of the pictures yet. Oh, okay. I bet she's like smart. Yeah. I hope she's a ghost. Could okay. What? How many, how many ghosts are in Dune? Uh, probably three. Okay. Three moons, three ghosts. Three moons, three ghosts. That's a classic and that's writing Dune. structure. <laughs> I learned that at school. I don't know what you learned. Well, I think okay, so so using all of that, what's your one sentence for Dune? My one sentence for Dune is that um Timothy Chalamet is like moody on another planet mm-hmm. while so- trying to go on a quest. Yeah, like build dogs rolling. Yeah, but it's like there seems to be so many people in it that I'm, I'm like, like I'm, I'm sure, sure I'm missing, missing a lot. Yeah, I guess. What's yeah, your one, one sentence, dude? My sentence is Timothy Chalamet plays a boy who grew up in the desert and um, like he realizes that like he has like he's the only one who can like bring everybody together to like um, like stop the worm. <laughs> That is, I will tell you, that is Star Wars. <laughs> Except the worm God, is like, like Darth Vader. Sick of myself by the end of it. He's gonna stop the worm. That's like most sci-fi is like they have to stop the worm. Yeah, spiritually, Alien? literally, like Alien, stop the worm. Yeah, the fly, stop, stop the, the fly, stop the stop the fly, stop the worm. Um, what is the what is that David Mamet thing about the cat? Save the cat. Save the cat. Save the stop cat. The stop worm. the worm. I hate you. I'm sick of you. <laughs> All right. Well, folks, before we go, we exit Dune Dune and we go to a special game of Room Room. But instead of crafting a vehicle for, you know, any One specific celeb, we understand that in these testing times, right? When the stock market is, I mean, all over the place, the president is pumping money, pumping, pumping, pumping money into our little stock market. He's saying, make these movies. Help us, help us, please. Please, I love you. You're the only one who can make these movies. We're saying, hey, relax, Mr. President. We we live to serve, Mr. President. Yes, sir, chief. In the chief. But we <laughs> also, you know, we understand that a lot of people are going to need our help once this whole core is over. We gotta make these movies fast. And we gotta make the perfect quarantine movie. They're gonna be hot and in demand. Gonna, people people are not gonna want these movies, but studios? Studios are gonna want these studios movies. Studios are gonna force them on us, honestly. Yeah. And we're gonna see a million of them, and I and I are tasking ourselves with creating the best one. The best one out of all of them. So 30 seconds on the clock. I think we can get a minute since we're together. Yeah, you're right. Olivia? Yes. Shall we craft the perfect quarantine rom-com? We shall. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Okay, is it, here's the obvious one. Is it like multiple people? Is it love actually? Or is it just one story? It's the obvious one because you're correct. It has to be. 
the obvious one about different people's experiences in quarantine. And also, here's what I'm going to say. It's um, it's an international project. Oh, I think that's incredible. Mm-hmm. I think it's sort like, of, uh, I, I also think, style. yes, I also think that is it is not just people falling in love, although that is like the central thing. It is going to be quarantine breakups. And perhaps we have one that's like a girl breaks up with her boyfriend and like moves across the hall and falls in love with the person she finds there. That's really good. I think there also needs to be one that's like um, two roommates are together and they've been best friends since they were like kids and moved to the city together. And then they finally take the time. Like they each have like a boyfriend or girlfriend, but they're quarantined Mm -hmm. away from each other. And then in the apartment, they fall in love. They have sex. They have sex. They have sex and then they fall in love. Okay, we are um, at our one minute, but I would like to keep going. Um. <laughs> There's one about, um, oh, it's like Harold and Maude style. It's like an old um, lady and a young, hot man. We'll just get Sally Field to do that movie that she already did again. Oh, hello, my name is Doris. And uh, Doris reprises her role as Doris. And she gets Doris will be played by man. Doris. Um, I think also there's probably one about like two teens who like live across the street from each other and like find more and more elaborate ways to like send messages to each other. There's it's, like, one about a girl stuck in Italy and she falls in love. Stuck in Italy because of the virus? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's the international, an international project. I, I, yeah. I also think there's something about like apps. We're going to deal with a lot of like apps. Sure. Stuff. That's good. Yeah, that's good. There's one about um, two grocery store workers who help each oh. other. There's one about a doctor who returns to his family. Awesome. (laughs) I mean, we got it all. We got essential workers. Mm -hmm. We got old May-December romances. We got breakups. We got makeups. We got Oh, here's one. Ready? I'm literally... Okay, there's two kids. They're two elementary school kids. They had a crush on each other, and they can't go to school anymore and see each other. And then it's one of their birthdays and then the little boy gets his mom to drive over across the street and he wishes his little crush happy birthday and everybody goes wow this movie's so cute that's how the movie ends it's like how love actually ends with um what's his face like running through the airport yes little face him that one little little boy simon something thomas he was like whatever yeah that's fine (laughs) (laughs) i think we did that yeah. Okay. Um, if you take thing? any of those ideas from us, we will sue we'll you. We'll sue you. Okay, cast. Okay. Um, obviously, it has to be, like, diverse as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Like, we'll get Frida Pinto in there. the true like legacy of slumdog millionaire is the fact that like frida pinto and dev patel just became like is is diverse we got one of them never both of them ever again but it's just like we got an indian person i was like oh but frida's in frida obviously with a white man because that's how that's gonna go yeah yeah that's how that's how that has to go um well michael b Michael B. Jordan, um, I obviously Sally Field. Who is Sally Field gonna gonna date? Um, Dev Patel. Oh, that's hot. That's okay. Hot. Yeah, I decided that's hot. Um, who else? Oh, like we'll get like, Jacob Tremblay is gonna be in this. Yeah, he's the Sorry. little boy, and and the girl Brooklyn from um, Florida Project. Oh, cute. Yeah. Okay. So they're the little kid couple. Um, can we get like um? Can we get like Gemma Chan? Oh, I would love to get Gemma Chan. I would love to get Gemma Chan and um, what is that woman's name? Arden Arden Cho. Oh, I love Arden Cho. She's great. Mrs. Brian. Um, Mrs. Brian uh, Green. What? Aren't they married? Am I making that up? Um, I also think we're gonna need like heavy. Oh no, she's married heavy. to Nika Higa. Nika Higa. I forgot. Okay, I don't know what that is. You don't but... have to know. You don't have to know. <laughs> deep, deep, deep YouTube hole. If you know, you know. All my Niga Higa, all my Timothy Delegato victims, stand up. What are you saying? 2006 Asian YouTube was was real, and it was present in my life. God. Oh, Andrew says he's standing. <laughs> he's standing in the chat. Andrew, Asian... Andrew in the yes! chat. If you know, then you simply know. Okay. Um, okay, who's our one, like, big A-list star? Oh, obviously Tom Hanks has to be in the fucking coronavirus That's movie. Great. Tom uh, Hanks plays, like, a fictionalized version of himself. 
Oh, that's fun. He I, plays like the celebrity who gets it and yes. like makes people realize yes. that it's serious. That's exactly it. Also, I would like to make a very large apology because uh, Brian Greenberg is uh, married to Jamie Chung. I mixed Jamie Chung oh. and Arden Chung up, and I apologize for that. You just like me sit in my apology. Yeah, I just I don't know. I don't well, know how to proceed. Well, um, I feel like that's okay. Oh, who's directing? Oh, okay. Is it a Parisian Tem where it's like multiple people, or do we let one person do it? If it's multiple people, then it's like we outsold. Then True. we get big studio money. No one watches it, but we get the money. We, no one watches it, but we get the money, and I think we get the Oscar. So we definitely get the Golden Globe. We definitely get the Golden Globe because we sneak it in as like comedy, yeah. maybe. It's comedy slash musical. There's one musical sequence. We get like, oh um, yes. What's your name? The black ballerina, um, Missy. A uh, Misty Copeland. Misty Copeland. We get like Misty Copeland and um somebody else beautiful, and they do like a dancing sequence. It's like nurses dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. Of course. <laughs> of course. It's like Moses dancing. Here's the thing is like we're doing this as a bit, but if it was 2004 and we were men with endless amounts of cocaine, we would be entourage. We, oh. <laughs> It'd be entourage. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do like nurses dancing. I do like one. It's just like obviously that one is like a doctor is so tired that they like pass out and yeah. have like um like a crazy dream. dream. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this shit is easy. <laughs> it's too easy. It's too easy. And it's and it's too nice spending time with you guys. That one was hey. it came from the heart. Well, folks, thanks for listening. And we'll you'll hear from us very soon. Um very lucky to be, you know, able to do this with my good pal Olivia. And uh Thanks for sticking around and listening to us. We both really appreciate it. Yeah, we uh, appreciate you guys so much. Hope you're all safe and staying home. Yeah. And that, you know, I don't know. Mm. You're feeling okay. Yeah. Given everything. We we, we both are, we both have admitted that we get kind of anxious and we'll see things and not respond, but take them in very internally. So also if there's anything that um, you're thinking of podwise or you want to hear or whatever, just like let us know um, and we'll do our best. Um, Stay safe. Drink water. Drink water right now because nobody's drinking enough water. I am certainly not. I'm only drinking caffeine now. It's a nightmare it's bad it's bad but we're doing our best god i fill up my big big jug of water and it takes me three days to finish it and <laughs> that's where we are my kidneys are like begging for water i'm gonna do that right after <laughs> this i know i'm also gonna do that we're gonna go drink our waters you guys drink yours too talk to you later bye bye forever dog this has been a forever dog production Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.